We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast what is up packers fans and welcome back to another episode of the daily draft brought to you by badger state brewing in green bay wisconsin and i am your host and the publisher of packer report ross uglum today we are focusing on the offensive line, and specifically, we are focusing on BYU's Kingsley Suamataia. Uh, by the way, I think that's the correct pronunciation. I actually went and did a little uh, research there to try and nail that. So Kingsley Suamataia, if you guys get a chance. Uh, Kingsley's an interesting one in that I think he, you know, as a young prospect, uh, as a highly considered, the Packers do, you know, like Rashawn Gary was the number one overall kid in his high school class. The Packers do pay attention to some of that, um, like five star status, not not necessarily as like a key, but as as sort of something to to pay attention to. You've seen that um, with with even guys that they've taken swings on that didn't work out right away, uh, but like super highly thought of high school prospects that maybe didn't have the college career that they wanted. Um, Green Bay will will sort of poke around. And, and the other reason that Suamataia is is interesting is because uh, over at BYU, and, and I have uh, before been critical of folks, and I'm going to just tell you right now, I'm going to be critical of them right now. BYU, sports information, y'all lying. Y'all lying, and I'm not sure you're doing your boy any favors as it is. Uh, BYU listing Kingsley at six foot six, 325 pounds. Sounds like a tackle, maybe a, a slightly bigger tackle than, uh, than sometimes you'll see, but um, wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. Six foot four and three eighths. So BYU adding over an inch and a half and 329, meaning not only is he heavier, but he's shorter. And for Green Bay, that might mean, mean he's a guard and just a guard. Uh, pros, and this is, of course, before the Senior Bowl. I shouldn't say, of course, why would you know this? But this is before the Senior Bowl information. 
that I started making these notes. And they kind of make sense now that you see what you see. I wrote thick without carrying a ton of weight in his gut. Good anchor, difficult to move. Well, it turns out he's, you know, more of a thick, like refrigerator shaped dude than, than we maybe thought. Um, movement skills appear to be elite. And so I thought that even became more impressive when he uh, did weigh in at 330, basically at, at the senior bowl. Um, I think he moves like a tackle at 330 pounds and six foot four. He's got tackle feet, which can be good and bad, right? Or not, not, it can't be bad, but I mean, when we're potentially projecting him inside now with the new information that we have, um, it, it just kind of continues to evolve my evaluation of the player and specifically, definitely than the Packers fit. I thought he climbs well to the second level from double teams and duo concepts. And that's important when you run zone, it's not, necessarily the exact same scheme as duo, but a lot of times you are just kind of using your backhand to slow down your backside guy and climbing up to linebacker, especially if you're playing guard, maybe you're kind of in, in sliding and, and you're comboing the, the, the tackle to move up to the linebacker, the defensive tackle, you're comboing the defensive tackle to move up to the linebacker, even though you're running a zone scheme and his ability to um, have enough weight in his hands or enough power in his hands to, to help that, that, the backside blocker and then move front side up to the linebacker I thought was impressive and honestly could uh, help him even more if he does, you know, move inside and, and, and some teams might just play him at tackle. We don't know uh, again, footwork. And, and now I'm talking about pass pro footwork is tackle quality. Um, and I know he played tackle at BYU, but I, I'm saying that his footwork is footwork that is good enough to play tackle at the NFL level. Um, he is very good at mirroring. He does not, get twisted around. He doesn't get beat. And when I say beat, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to lose, but I'm specifically talking about, uh, you know, the bendy guys, right? The shoot out of your stance, turn and beat you to the quarterback with maybe a tiny bit of hand fighting, but really the, the, there are edge rushers that are just trying to run around you and that doesn't happen. And, and now that we know that he's not a super long dude, uh, that becomes impressive. Two sacks given up in the last two years as a full-time starter at BYU, I don't care how you're getting it done. That is getting it done. And so I think that aspect, when especially you're talking about him as a Green Bay Packer, you know, we, I think as Packer fans sometimes get frustrated with the lack of movement on the offensive line or the lack of movement in the run game. They're not displacing guys like some teams like Baltimore uh, will, will really draft offensive linemen to move guys in the run game. That is secondary when Green Bay scouts. And, and I think we have plenty of, of uh, data on that or at least plenty of a history on that. To me, it's clear that it's secondary for them. They, they are drafting pass protectors that, you know, early they're drafting pass protectors. Late they're drafting elite athletes that they think they can turn into pass protectors. And, and kind of their ability to move people becomes sort of, sort of the, the, the next thing that they're worried about. Um, and, and that's what I see in Suamataia is this guy, a pass pro guy, um, you know, that you can maybe teach eventually or will eventually, um, you know, be a, a decent guy in the run game. I think his hand use is really, really good in pass pro. Um, and so I actually kind of see a pretty elite, if it does happen, I see a pretty elite interior pass protector, uh, potentially one of the best pass protecting guards in, in the NFL, if, if that's what ends up happening to this kid, because uh, as I mentioned, he's got tackle quality feet. I don't see him getting bull rushed. And then I like his hand use. Well, those are kind of the three ways to get beat, right? You get beat with your feet, you get beat with power, or you get beat with a, you know, chop, a swim, a snatch, anything like that. And 
it's not happening. It doesn't happen on film. Of course, it doesn't happen on film. As I mentioned, you only got two sacks to study over the last uh, two years at BYU. So uh, very impressive, impressive pass protector. He's got long arms for a shorter guy, shorter guy. And that, that I think, you know, because David Bakhtari is 6'4". And so I think if you're going to have some hope, um, some light at the end of the tunnel for if you're his agent and you're hoping for that tackle payday, you know, four years from now, um, I think his long arms might just save him potentially. Uh, and he just is that good in pass pro that there aren't enough good tackles in this league that, that a team um, might, might want him cons, probably a guard and that's fine. Um, but if we're talking about overall value, tack- tackles are more valuable. And again, if I'm playing uh, Suamatai as agent, I want him drafted at tackle because he's probably going to go 15 picks sooner. Probably going to get into that first round with more guaranteed money, the fifth-year option, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I think he's probably going to end up being a guard. And, and why? He's 6'4 flat, measured in uh, – not I guess not 6'4 flat. He measured in at 6'4 and three-quarters. But, I mean, he's, he's closer to 6'4 than he is to 6'5. Very, very few good tackles in the NFL at that height. Um, Bakhtiari is really more the exception than the rule. I'll just run you through it. And, and, of course, you can have whatever opinions you want of PFF's uh, grading system. But I'll just give you their overall. So not not pass blocking, not run blocking, but overall grades. Uh, and, and I'll just give you the heights. The last, the, the top 10 tackles last year were 6'5", 6'5", 6'8", 6'5", 6'5", 6'6", 6'6", 6'8". Six five, six six, and six four. And the only six foot four tackle in the top ten in the NFL last year for PFF was our king Zach Tom. So maybe it is Green Bay. Um, he's not great in the run game, okay, and, and he doesn't shock people that with his hands. He's not his hands are, are good in pass pro. Seeing heavy hands, and I'm not seeing defensive ends getting getting moved off or even like uh, out three four outs of edge defenders basically, and so. That concerns me if I'm moving him in into guard because that would get worse. Uh, in in with with simple physics, right? If if you're playing, you know, in the Pac-12, and I've got a 248 pound edge rusher trying to get after my quarterback because the Pac-12 is a relatively wide open league, then if I can't move, shock, displace, disturb this 248 pound edge rusher, if I get moved inside in the NFL. And I'm taking on 330 pound nose tackles or 296 pound three techs. How the hell am I going to move those guys? So that that's a little bit worrisome for me. Um, still not all that concerned in pass pro, but like could be a re- if you have to move him inside, I think he could be a real work in progress in the run game. And and so his inability to really move people off the ball, especially when we're talking about Pac-12 defensive ends that are almost all really engineered to rush a passer. Um, that's that's a real real concern, and I think he he can be overly aggressive, which I think you appreciate, right? From a from an offensive line prospect, it's not a huge problem, but at the same time, uh, I think he gets kind of out of position trying to drive guys into the dirt. Uh, it's it's not rampant. You, you go for a pan kick block, or um, you know, if he's for and it doesn't happen often at tackle, but you know, when you see guys looking for work. He'll try to go kill somebody, and it's not often. Obviously, once again, credited with two sacks against, so he's been he's been great. But uh, I think sometimes you know he's got a little bit of that, um, and, and this is I think he's gonna be a better player than this, but he's got a little bit of that Trevor Penning unnecessary crap to him. Uh, and and I, 
again, it's not a huge problem, but it does exist. I think I got eight games in my notes from Kingsley. And so I, you know, that's, that's enough for me to, you, if I see it three, four times, I mean, I gotta, I gotta put it, put it down on the notes somewhere. And again, as we say with all these guys, you gotta do the cons because they're not all perfect prospects or let all be blue chippers. Packers fit guard. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I don't think they're looking at him as a tackle. Um, A, he's too short other than Bach. And there's even early in Bach's career, there was a lot of talk about him playing guard and, and, and B he's too, he's too thick. He's too big. Um, they, they would not or have not in a million years spent um, any top 100 capital on tackles that they want to play tackle over 319 pounds. And this dude's 330. Uh, very similar. I think, and, and I'd have to look at the exact uh, measurements or whatever, but I guess he's pretty similar to Sean Ryan, to be honest. And, and, and I think they might like him as a guard because as I've mentioned, I think he has a chance to be a truly elite interior pass protector uh, with a little bit of tackle flexibility. If you're in like an emergency situation. So that's where I kind of see green Bay, maybe even viewing him like a TJ Lang where when the S hit the fan, TJ Lang had to play tackle, but his true, path with the Packers was obviously, you know, eventually to be a pro bowl level guard. And I think potentially a future Packers hall of famer, that'd be a, a lot to put on Sua Mataia's plate, but that's kind of the path that I potentially see um, for him. If that's the case and he doesn't have tackle flex, I, I don't think green Bay will take him before somebody else will, because I think somebody else might talk themselves into him as a tackle. Uh, so we'll see. I think he's an immediate competitor at the right guard position though. I think you throw him right directly into a competition with Sean Ryan and let him go. Uh, if if he is, you know, one of those picks in the second round, I don't I don't think he'll be the, the guy at twenty five, but forty one fifty eight, I'd be I, I actually pretty thrilled with with him just because uh, I do see what what a team could see as a high level guard. And if I've you know done two premium positions at twenty five and forty one, I'd be pretty stoked to grab like a a guy that I think could be a pretty big time guard uh, with some tackle flex some like emergency tackle flex, which is what I see for this kid at 58. Uh, I'm not sure I would take him as a day one starter over year three, Sean Ryan, uh, you know, I use the word competition. I don't know that if you take Suamatea, you just bench or like in your brain, you're just like, oh, well, Ryan's done. I think they kind of want to see what they have there. Um, they don't spend a ton of top 100 picks on guys that they project inside, which they definitely projected Ryan inside. 
I think he showed enough last year. I would be surprised if with the two years and the suspension that they've eaten with this kid and, and the two year, you know, development process that they've had with him. I don't know how easily you're going to get the Packers, good or bad, to just give up on Sean Ryan. I don't know that he's their type ultimately, but I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. That's what I will say about the likelihood of, of uh, Kingsley Suamataia being a Green Bay Packer. Overall grade, for me, he's a late round two guy. Um, I think he can be an above average uh, NFL guard because I think he can be potentially a truly elite pass protector and maybe a slightly below average, or maybe if, if he works hard, a league average run run blocker. But the more important thing is the pass blocking just because of the type of, of, of league that we have now with the NFL. And again, I think he can be elite at that. I, I think he can be an elite pass protector on the interior. I think he has the weight in the seat of his pants to not get bull rushed and there aren't a ton of finesse interior rushers, but you know, he won't be the one that they pick on. Like when the Packers heads to Darius Smith, a lot of his job was not rushing off the edge. A lot of his job was picking on the weakest interior guy. And that will not be Suamataia. I don't think at any point in his career, certainly not in year two, year three. And as you go on down the line for me right now, he is player 53 overall. As I mentioned, I think he is a potentially elite interior pass protector, and that has value in this league. Guys, thanks so much for listening. If you're doing this uh, in the podcast form or watching us here uh, on YouTube, how can you how can you help us out? Well, you can follow me on X or Twitter. I'm uh, at Ross Uglum. You can follow us on Packer Report at, at Packer Report 66. Become a VIP over there. The first month's always a dollar. Uh, you can spend that $1 to just tech, check us out for 30 days. We've got some Super, super cool stuff going on. Mark Echo's got awesome stuff going on. I'm doing VIP draft stuff. Jacob Morley's doing VIP draft stuff. Speaking of Jacob Morley, his work, my work, Jacob Westendorf's work uh, on the Packer Report draft guide is, in my opinion, second to none. And uh, it's it's something that you guys need to grab. The pre-order link should be right here in the description, uh, either on the podcast or YouTube. And we're going to hit you with that promo code daily, D-A-I-L-Y, Promo code daily for 10% off. I believe the guide's coming out Monday, April 8th. So that should be um, a, a must-buy for any fan of my work, any fan of the NFL draft. And shoot, if you've made it uh, darn near 16 minutes here talking about Kingsley Suamate, yeah, no disrespect for him, but if you have made it 16 minutes into a video about a second-round offensive line prospect, you're the kind of person that needs to buy the Packer Report draft guide. As always, guys, do what you need to do here. Like, subscribe here to the Pack-A-Day podcast. Have a phenomenal rest of your day, and go Pack Go. (laughs) 